0: Amira Sane, a woman who believes that when we build, we win. I've built a career around connecting with women who are slaying the business world as we know it. The Brunch and Slay podcast is the ultimate blueprint for women in business. Each episode is full of inspiration and guidance from disruptors all around the world sharing the highs and lows on the road to slay them. Join us as we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. It is February and we are celebrating love all month long, y'all. I thought it was only fair for me to share a whole part of me that I rarely ever really talk about, not because I'm super private, because I'm pretty much open book, but because my husband probably just doesn't want to humor me all the time by uh, sharing himself and being open to my scrutiny after I edit and listen to this episode. So joining us again is my love, Chad Sane. And I thought it'd be really cool to continue our conversation from last week uh, and talk about you know how it's going. You know, I've been seeing so many memes And different posts all over the internet how we started and how it's going so everybody got an earful about our how we met and love story last week so let's talk about how it's going
1: hey chad welcome back to the show hey i'm glad to be back actually um though i'm a little nervous this time around so (laughs) what are you nervous
0: (laughs) for was i not gentle
1: last week well yeah so i I don't yeah so yeah i'm just a little nervous that's all (laughs) Just call it, I guess, jitters from from being on, you know, on the World Wide Web or in the podcast verse. (laughs) Well, I'll be gentle. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. So how is going? Well, you know, we kind of alluded to the fact we've been married for 14 years. And I'd say in spite of a pandemic, a crazy start to twenty twenty one uh and lots of life right i think it's going pretty good
1: yeah i can agree with that i mean you know you know for me definitely uh the pandemic probably i I, I don't want to say pandemic but you know the sickness (laughs) that's uh you know that's this that's out there um yeah, definitely, you know, it, it created uh, a new dynamic, a new paradigm here at the same households uh, last year. So I think, you know, we're well adjusted now and, and pretty much, you know, for the most part, I, I mean, right. So I'm a wing So
0: <laughs> Yeah. So I've always worked from home for the most of my adult life, uh, pretty much most of my adult career. And during the pandemic, just like everybody else, when we started sheltering in place, Chad's office is closed, and he came home with me. I'm trying not to roll my eyes, y'all, because me and him are about to go toe to toe. Y'all about to hear some real stuff happen right here, right now. If I hear see one more side eye from him, uh, but he's been working home uh, since March, and you know it's February, and we made it.
1: Yeah, we did. I mean, thankfully, you know, the little one, she's been at school, so <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if if she was here too, if it was that kind of shelter in place. Uh, to where she couldn't go to school, then, I mean... I would have moved out. Yeah, I would have I moved... Yeah, one of us would have had to have... Yeah. We would have just hi- hired a teacher to just come over here and teach her. Because, I mean, it, it definitely, you know, hats off to all the educators out there. Because, I mean, you know, g- going to school for four years and then, you know... <laughs> and then I, also, too, uh, the, the additional education that also, too, requires and training and stuff. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just not there. I'm sorry. I'm just not... <laughs>
0: And that's okay, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, I know my limitations.
0: Right. And it's better for her, to be quite honest. I think she's better
1: off leaving the house. Oh, yeah, you shouldn't have a, you know, a little small elementary school kid, you know, at home like this. I mean, really... You gotta, I mean, they gotta go to school.
0: Well, I mean, everybody's entitled to their own choice of how mm-hmm. they want what they want to do. I wouldn't say what they shouldn't have, I'm the, what well, works for us. I is, mean, it's,
1: it's more so not necessarily that they shouldn't. I mean, it's better for the kids. I mean, it's, well, the,
0: let's not the go there. Way. This is about Chad and the mirror. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. I'm gonna fix this, steer this ship back in the right direction. Uh, so this is a perfect example of Chad and I not necessarily agreeing on the topic. Right, I think that was really good. I, I couldn't yeah. have laid that up any any better. So right. I want to talk about um, the positive things about our relationship that have gotten us to where we are. Right, like right. you know how it's going, and I would one hundred percent say the saving grace. One of the top things. I won't say it's one particular mm. thing, but one of them is fighting fair.
1: Right, I, I would agree with that. And, and sometimes you do just gotta agree to disagree. Sometimes where you know you don't necessarily see eye to eye. Like kind of like. What we were just kind of discussing just moments ago, um, you know, this, those type of instances, you know, that we kind of, you know, we come to, you know, a table and agreement, like, all right, well, that's just the way you feel. That's just the way I feel. All right, you know, we we agree upon so many other things. Let's just move on to those. Pretty know? much,
0: because I already know. I mean, after after this long, y'all, I already know what fights I don't even want to. I don't even want to entertain. Like, uh, I'm good. I just, I'll hurry up and apologize just so we can move on. Cause guess what? It's not worth it. And some <laughs> things this man here is going to be stuck in the mud. And I, some things I'm going to be stuck in the mud. Yeah, some things I just will not budge. So I think we kind of gotten to the point to where we know those triggers per se and know, you know, what we're going to entertain from one another. <laughs> uh, I don't even, honestly, I don't remember the last time I was super heated, like had a really like ready to raise my voice moment. Um, I'm sure I've had one at least in the pandemic. I can't remember why. I remember one day I really was heated, but I can't remember what it was about.
1: I think it probably I think during that time it was just kind of um, you know, it was more so kind of uh, I think just, you know, you know, the pressures of, you know, not only just doing, you know, doing your work, you know, on your free your business, but then also to, you know, the household things and um you know, me being so glued to, to my, my world too, sometimes to where, you know, you just, you know, you were just kind of overwhelmed a little bit. So. Oh, so you remember. Oh yeah. Most definitely. I remember that instance. So so
0: well, let me talk about that. Whenever I get to those points to where I'm probably, cause sometimes I can look at Chad's face and I can gauge if I went too far past left or too far past go. Uh, and I, I just kind of gauge it. Not that I'm pushing his buttons to try to see if I can really take it there, but I can look and see if, if, if he's, tired of me, basically, <laughs> in that conversation. Uh, how do you, because I'm way more vocal, obviously, and I pretty much speak up when things bother me. How do you not let that irritate you?
1: Well, for me, it's just, you know, just kind of understanding what, you know, what it is that, you know, putting myself in your shoes, so to speak, kind of like, um, um, you know, just knowing that, yeah, yeah, just so I would say just putting myself in your shoes, right? Like, if I was... If I was that person, you know, if I was you and I was cooking or if I had to wash, you know, wash hair and, you know, it, those type of things there, I'm like, all right, you know, definitely my, I will want my partner to, to do more for me. So in that respect, you know, it, that's what we kind of, that's what we kind of agreed on. I mean, well, at least not what we agreed on, but that's how I felt. That's how, that's how, that's how I play it. So, okay. um, Yeah. So, no, you, you're right. You're probably way more vocal. I don't think I get frustrated about much. Um. I think i probably the only time I really got mad is like like when you threw away my Crocs. So like, <laughs> to me, that was—I mean, that was—I mean, I'm still kind of upset about those. Let
0: it go. That's that was like <laughs> six years ago. Let that shit go, man. Uh, yeah, literally, he had no business in Crocs in the first place. Not 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 being my boo. He didn't. Not, yeah, like that's man, that's a big no-no in my man, world.
1: They built for speed. Built for comfort. <laughs> I don't know about that. Are you doing that? Are they paying for this episode or something? Like, yeah, no, no. I'm just I'm just I'm just envisioning them coming back miraculously and and you know.
0: No. I'm I'm on the notion if you're not in a hospital setting, then you shouldn't, or if you're not under the age of nine, then you probably should let it go. I know they have a whole world out there and no disrespect to any of you who love yours. Hey. And even with him, I would say you can wear them in the yard, you can wear them while you play around in the garage but no to the store, not in public and no when we have company. And he couldn't abide by those rules y'all. So they had to go. Okay. Now mind you, he says that he was mad yet. He gives away my things all the time. If he doesn't like the way I look in something, he gives the clothes to my sisters.
1: So that's been a long time ago.
0: Okay. Well then touche brother touche. Okay. No. (laughs) So fighting fair, right? Right. Uh, So one of the things that helps me fight fair is, I really know that you can't take things back. It's simple as that. Like, I don't want to say something to him that he's going to, even when after I say I'm sorry and we quote unquote made up, that he's going to remember that moment and feel like, does she really think that or she disrespected my family or disrespected me? I don't want those feelings ever from my partner. So or anyone I love or care about. So I'm real particular about the words. And I'll say I need a moment. I think I think I'll be like, you know what? I, mm -mm, I need to take a minute because I'm about to go left or
1: this is going too far. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been that person either to, to like take gloves off when it comes to like conflict. Uh, It's always, you know, I always take a moment to kind of think of what it is that I'm going to say before I say it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, You're really good at that. Yeah. You don't escalate. I can only literally Mm -hmm. think of one time in our whole marriage that like, I really pissed Chad off. Like I can, I literally remember the look on his face and I was like, Okay, it's just the tone that he says. It's a certain way he says a mirror, uh, and I could just hear it. And I was like, Oh, too much, you know. <laughs> I was heated, he was heated, he was annoyed at me. I was entertaining, it was a hot mess, but it was two seconds and right. we were good. And as soon as I saw his his throat, you know, that vein in his throat pop out a little bit, I I knew that I need to pull it in, <laughs>
1: right? Well, I think probably too. That's probably one of the that'll be some of the instant that'll be like one of the few chance I say few, but one of the instances where I feel that, you know, in in the, in the midst of company, like, you know, let's say we, there is a family gathering or, you know, you're involved in a lot of things. And, and so, uh, sometimes, you know, I think just the way probably the message gets construed, or at least the way I hear it and receive it, um, in those kind of instances, I would kind of like say, Hey, kind of chill out. I am kind of, you know doing you know I'm I'm active I'm engaged also not necessarily that you know I'm just a bump on the log you know <laughs> Ooh, if y'all can see
0: my face right now no <laughs> I'm biting my cheeks I'm You're biting right? my cheek and, and on I'm, the inside and right I'm now. choosing
1: my words carefully it's a hot
0: it's a hot topic I didn't <laughs> I didn't know we were about to enter a hot zone uh yeah so entertaining that's 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 a trick I love to entertain I don't know if Chad does I don't know if he just puts up with it because I like to entertain
1: or well, no, I enjoy family. So, I mean, to me, you know, just those in- just those times, you know, I want to be you know, I want to be immersed in it. So. Well, that's true. The,
0: you yeah. know, what? I, that's a, you know, I hear that. <laughs> I hear that. Right. I receive that. I think I'll look at that differently next time, because a lot of times I'm entertaining as a to do list, whereas Chad really is the mm-hmm. like you think I'm a people person. No, he's going to be present. He's working the room. He's getting to know everybody. catching not getting to know, but catching up. Us uh, literally knowing about where the conversation almost ended the last time they saw each other a month or two months, three months, a year ago, whatever. And I'm just trying to make sure the atmosphere is perfect, right? I want everybody to be, dr- eat, drink, and be merry. And that is my goal for entertaining. I love having all that joy in one room and I love the ability to facilitate it. Whereas Chad loves the the atmosphere of the joy, right? Right. See, that was a big moment for us. Aha moment. Wow. Maybe I will not cuss next time. Yes. (laughs) I will try my best not to drop any S bombs or F bombs the next time we entertain. And I feel (laughs) like you didn't clean up the plate or something (laughs) fast enough or open the oven while I had a turkey in my hands. You know, I'll be on it. Okay. So, I think that's a huge part of how it's going is just kind of identifying those battles and identifying o- opportunity. Like for right. you to sit here and tell me that you realize that you put yourself in my shoes. That's like amazing. Right. Because I think I, my words where I'm drowning, like I need help. And after that, I never had to say it again. Like you literally jumped into it and I wondered right. what it was. I thought you maybe just was trying to keep me from, you know, cutting myself
1: or something. Oh, no, not that at all. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Not that. I was, yeah, I was putting myself in your position.
0: (laughs) I would, I would go left and tell y'all what I really thought, but this is a family show. So (laughs) not really, but y'all might have your kids in the car. So, you know, I don't want y'all to have to have any conversations early. Okay. So with with us navigating what works for us, we kind of talked about that last week with not comparing our relationship and doing what works for us. One of the biggest things we did wait on was having a kid. Like we didn't know that we wanted them. Like in the beginning, I, I know I didn't want kids. We, we never really talked about it, which is probably crazy for people getting married, but I don't remember you ever saying I want three kids. I want two kids. I want to have one. We never, that wasn't a thing. You, you we were kind of indifferent.
1: Well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, definitely us being newlyweds. I mean, even though, you know, you could say that it kind of, you know, I guess, you know, four or five years in, we're not necessarily New Orleans anymore, but I still felt that we were. And so, I mean, you know, we were traveling and that was cool. And I didn't, you know, I didn't want to necessarily, you know, be relegated to, um, I didn't want to necessarily be relegated to you know, having to make sure we had a babysitter and, you know, uh, I mean, it was bad enough as it was having a dog. and
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, trying to get paying, paying hundreds of dollars every time we went out of town for two right. puppies. Yeah. Right,
1: Have, You know, having a dog and putting them in doggy daycare during those trips. But, you know, um, and also to kind of, you know, just, you know, lugging a, a child through the, you know, through the, through the airports. So, but I mean, I talk about all those things, but no, but, you know, that's what I felt though. I felt that, you know, we didn't necessarily need that or at least, I mean, we didn't need that to complete us. So that, that's the only reason, you know, that's what I would, I agree. I would characterize I
0: never it thought about having kids as completing, honestly, I, being that I'm, I'm not an only child. You guys, I have three brothers and two sisters. And house I grew up in, there were four of us there. And I knew that it was not all fun and games. I saw up close and personal what it's like to raise kids and, do hair and check homework and work life balance and it was i knew it was a huge undertaking i said that's what i'm saying
1: yeah definitely it was a huge undertaking i I understood that too but i I think it was also too a you know almost a finger to the face of all those who kept coming to us saying hey we all gonna have kids (laughs) i'm like no we ain't having any now get away you know and so (laughs) pretty much so you know and so Yeah, we kind of shocked the world when we told him, hey, uh, yeah.
0: He shocked the world because, y'all, he told everybody I was pregnant. I didn't even get a chance to. He told everybody I wanted to hold on to it and get my mind wrapped around it. And he literally started texting people the moment we left the doctor's office. Probably in the waiting room, I was getting blood work. That's
1: not how it went down.
0: Chad, it is so... No, I don't recall. Such. Oh, I do. I, I remember like it was yesterday. I think
1: that was your phone that sent those texts. And yeah, you, you grabbed just- my
0: phone to text people.
1: No, 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 no. No. I don't know. I, I have my own phone.
0: I guarantee you I would not have texted people in my life that I was having a baby. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that wouldn't happen. I can tell y'all that much. Yeah. But that. But we anyway, we were parents now. She's here. <laughs> she turned six uh, yesterday. So, you know. Um, but yeah, so we're parents. And that's our now. And we're parents of a six-year-old. And right. we're in our
1: 40s. Let's talk about that. Are we? Yeah. I didn't think I was. Well, you're close to 50 and 40. <laughs> <laughs> I sure didn't think I was.
0: I mean, parenting at this age.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm a spring chicken. So, um, but yeah. So, yeah, definitely parenting at this age has is, is been a challenge. I mean, well, no. I, yeah. You got to pick your battles. I'm
0: gonna say, really, you think it's a
1: challenge? Cause well, of our age? I, well, not, I mean, not not because it, at this age, but I think the climate right now is okay. just you know being you know having to um, um, corral a, a young six year old and kind of let them know they can't necessarily have the the birthday party they really want, or they can't go over this friend's house or that friend's house, or you know they, they gotta you know can't touch much when they walk in the store, or they gotta wear a mask all the time, and you know it's just those things there. You know, uh, I think um, I, I can't recall the you know, the, the lady that was on the podcast before that, um, but she may mention like just how young kids now um, um, they don't have the, you know, facial recognition, you know, being able to see somebody who's smiling, somebody who's frowning, someone who's indifferent. You can't necessarily get that anymore with everyone wearing masks. So um, um, it's just one of those things there that, you know, I I just want to continue to give her joy so that, you know, she can find it in others. So um, um, yeah, so that, that's the way I would kind of, you know, label kind of how parenting is right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely challenging. I had to, I had, I had a moment about raising my voice a couple of weeks ago and this week has been challenging. I, I would, I was, I say I'm starting back over, but I really thought about <laughs> how often I was getting annoyed or getting, um, losing my cool and, and raising my voice with my daughter. And I thought, why is it okay to raise your voice at her? But if you were talking to some, another human or another person, you would find another way to communicate either your frustration or how you're feeling. Um, and I and I realized I could do the same with her. Only because I really thought about how I used to feel if I made my mom upset to raise, uh, enough to make her not happy. And as a kid, that's pretty much your world. And it's a lot. And it's very stressful because you feel like you let your parent down. And she would say those kind of things. And I realized I didn't want that hovering over her i really wanted her to know even if i was a little annoyed two seconds later i'd be fine just like her and our, her dad and i are we might just like in the show we literally disagreed on something earlier and we were good and i wanted to kind of start communicating that so I, I told her i was gonna work really hard on not raising my voice and i wanted her to and we've been doing pretty good other than this week this week was just oh i don't know what was going on i don't know where
1: uh, yeah she just had she was just on ten because of the celebration in her mind that, <laughs> that she was having so that's what I think a large part of that, you know, kind of comes from students from, um, actually, yeah, I too. Yeah. I feel the same way. Cause I mean, I don't want to necessarily be that parent that's constantly having to, you know, chastise her or, or get her in line, get her set her straight. I mean, cause we're always in dialogue. We're always talking. I mean, so, so for me it's, you know, after the, after the correction, let's go ahead and have a conversation of, of you know, why it is I had to do what I did, mm-hmm. you know, what, what choice did you give me to make?
0: More brunch and slate after this. Hey, you fabulous powerhouses. Having you support the podcast by subscribing, reviewing and sharing is awesome. And it's made each episode reach more and more people every week. But did you know that as a listener supported show, we rely on you to keep these wheels turning. And for as little as $1 a month, You help me keep giving you great content and even better guests. And yes, ma'am, you heard that right. For only $12 a year, you support the dream. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash brunch and slay. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash brunch and slay. For more options on how to support the Brunch and Slay podcast. And now back to Brunch and Slay. And see, I grew up in a house where my mom, my mom did that. We before we got spankings, we had a talk, always a lecture, uh, and it was a sit down, all three of us on the side of a bed, talking before we got our spanking about what we went, where we went wrong, what we could have done differently. Basically, we get our legs. My mom would say, "I love you," give us hugs, and honestly, even if my feels were hurt, I knew my mom loved me in spite of the spanking. That was a huge thing in my house that kind of you know talking so i think we try chad and i try not to spank denver unless we absolutely have to uh, but sometimes it's just a stern talking to and, and it's a whole 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 lot of talking that goes on in this house <laughs> let me tell you uh but i really for me I, my biggest thing is i always want my daughter to talk to me i'm not trying to be her friend we're never gonna be best friends that i'm not interested in that life i don't want to be her friend i'm her guide I'm not trying to rule over her It's her life. I have no delusions. I don't want to live through her. I don't want to relive any part of my past. I'm good. It got me here. It's all her life. I just want to be a good guy and I want her to be able to talk to me before she makes poor choices and bad decisions. Um, That's
1: my goal. What about you? Yeah. um, uh, Same here for me. I I just want her to, you know, most definitely, uh, you know, respect herself, uh, respect others. Um, Like I said, just give love. Um, you know, cause I mean, honestly, that's, what's gonna, you know, propel her to, to kind of overcome a lot of the negativity that's out there. Um, I mean, cause of course, you know, w- what shines is, is the light. So that's, you know, that's pretty much what I'm, what I'm, what I'm hoping to give her.
0: Yeah. So we're navigating we're learning every day, you know, um, Chad kind of alluded to it. He's always glued to his world because he's in front of a monitor literally from probably four o'clock in the morning till maybe six o'clock, maybe seven o'clock. Sometimes I have to literally just go stand her over there. He's I stand over there he is addicted to being plugged in on his monitor not his f- cell phone he's not scrolling through Facebook or social he, social media but there's always mm-hmm. several screens open and that's just that's where that's who he is that's his comfort zone and I think you honestly you've been like that since I met you I would never say that there was a time we've ever lived anywhere you didn't have some kind of office or some kind of space to go to with a computer even going back to when we lived in founders park I remember when my space was out you'd be mm. over there in a little hutch we had where the computer Computer with while I'm watching TV or binging, and that's just that's your thing. Is that your like go to kind of unwind? Do you kind of unwind because you work all day on the computer and then you still are on it? What is that? Yeah, you? I
1: mean, but right now though, it's like my second job I'm doing, right? Kind of deal. Um, that's more so with versus like with with back in that time, my space, It was <laughs> in MySpace. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it, it was just me trying to figure out what it was and like seeing all the cool stuff people were doing. And like all the like it was a lot of coding and stuff too yeah. kind of associated with it like yeah. you know you could apply like different skins and stuff like that so it was, it was a lot of that kind of going on and seeing how you add music and and all this you know this that and the other so um um you know definitely facebook kind of changed all of that and i was you know i was anti-facebook i was pro myspace at the time I was like, man, you can't get, you know, so, but eventually Facebook won, won out. And so, um, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, but no, um, it is my kind of unwind, so to speak, but you know, um, cause I don't, you know, I don't really go out much. So,
0: right. Yeah. So being that right now, you know, my family joked about it when we found out we were having a girl and they would just say, poor Chad, poor Chad, it's going to have two mirrors, you know? Is that how you feel? How do you feel, like, with just Denver and I and you? Do you feel, what is that structure like for you with being around ladies?
1: Oh, no, I mean, no, it's not bothering, you know, bothersome at all. I don't feel, you know, there's no pity. (laughs) You know, you shouldn't feel pity for me. Yeah, so I would say that, you know, I, I don't, you shouldn't necessarily feel that. Meanwhile, at least I don't feel that. And when people say that, I just take it as a grain of salt. I mean, they don't live here with us, so, I mean... I'm the king in my castle. So, (laughs) you know, there's, there's, (laughs) you know, so I don't, I mean, you know, I mean, there are moments I think, you know, I don't know, I I just know how to turn off. Yeah, he does. I mean, I just know how to like, just, I mean, honestly, you know, if, if it gets to a point to where it's just, you know, I just know how to just turn my brain just totally off and I don't hear anything. I don't see anything. It's just like, oh, really that happened. I mean that's I mean I know how to do that. So I mean
0: I, I say you're an expert at
1: it. Yeah, I mean but if you I mean you, did you I don't, yeah, I don't see this is out on, All right, so I'm going to just be honest then. So growing up in my household, um growing up in my house, you know, every morning it was, you know, constantly every morning. I mean, it was on 10. <laughs> and so I, I'm just not a morning person, but, you know, and then so it would just be on 10 every morning until where I just I just developed that that's, that trait to where, like, you know, that that's what helped me kind of even get through, you know, basic training, really, in Army. It was like, I mean, I don't hear anything y'all are saying. I really don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have so many stories that just came to my mind as soon as he said that. I mean, like,
1: I, I, mean I just don't. I don't hear anything you just said to me. I mean, you, I mean, we could be standing right there in front of each other. You could be screaming to the top of your lungs. And I can literally, I can turn off and not hear a word you said. Um,
0: It's a unique skill set, y'all. I mean, and and when we first started dating, I thought there's no way this guy did not hear me. I I literally would be livid. I'm talking about like enraged. Like, I know you just heard me. I was talking to you and he's like, huh, come again. And I thought he was playing. I really did. I thought he was full of crap until I went to his house one day and saw his dad do the same exact thing. And I thought, oh, my God. And guess what, y'all? Denver does it. (laughs) Denver does it. And it's not like and it's not them just ignoring you. They literally do not hear you. I can watch the the like film come across their face and then it's lifted. And it's you startle them. You could be sitting right next to these people. Like seriously. It's it's unbelievable. And it is so disrespectful. So disrespectful. <laughs> so a lot of, you know, now we're back in Dallas. You know, we've moved a few times, you know, um, different cities in our relationship and our marriage. And now we're here and it's been different being back home. That first year for me was challenging. Um, Getting back acclimated after being gone so, so long. And I don't know how I felt other than confused. How's it been for you making that big transition? Because we've moved a lot, you know, and things have changed a lot
1: since we lived here last. Well, I think it's probably this is probably more so probably one of the easiest moves coming back to Dallas than it was probably, you know, for any of any of our other transitions. I think, you know, just with the the family support system, you know, being able to have, you know, um, our close relatives to, to lean on or at least two to kind of, you know, to give Denver that break from us that she wants. Um, And then not, you know, also to having our friends close by and other relatives. So um, um, yeah, this is, you know, I think probably more so the easiest, easiest transition for us. I mean, you know, definitely I miss Houston. Um, You know, that's, you know, that's definitely home also. But um, yeah, you know, Dallas is definitely, you know, kind of stepped up to the plate, so to speak in, in that respect.
0: Yeah, I think it's been different being around, reconnecting. That's been a huge part of what we've been doing here too, is reconnecting and rebuilding relationships and and getting closer. And then in Houston we didn't, Denver didn't have any of her grandparents there. So it was a total different experience when she would see them. And now she sees them so much. And I really enjoy uh watching them with her and seeing that that level. It's just a it's a different part of life, right? When you have kids and you watch it through your parents' eyes and you see these different things. So I think I'm a lot more cognizant of being present and those type of things. So, and I also want to talk about a huge part of what our relationship is, is like meditation and spirituality and, and that type of thing. Now, before I was praying with my daughter, I wasn't a meditator, but Chad was, he was already meditating probably about two years before I started. And I kept trying because, you know, I wanted to do it together. And I just could not get my mind right. I could not get quiet. I, I didn't realize it was truly a practice and you just get a little better every day if you stay at it. But for you, how would you say, I think it plays a huge part in how our relationship got to this part. I really do. What do you agree or how do you think, do you think it's changed me or changed our dynamic in any kind of capacity?
1: Well, um, I don't know how, I mean, if it's changed, um, but, you know, I, I definitely think you know, just having that 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 time to yourself to kind of reflect, and then also to envision, you know, where you're going to be um, and how how your life is how your life is shaping out. Um, I think is very important. Um, though I kind of fell off from that. Uh, I got up this morning. I meditated. So I mean, um, definitely, I feel a definitely a sense of calm uh, through the course of my day when when I'm when I'm on it right when i'm when i'm plugged in and i'm tuned in i feel much better throughout the day i always feel like the day always goes you know sometimes quickly but then often you know most times though it does kind of everything kind of happens in steps uh during those days when i when i plug in and 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 i get a good you know 20 minutes of, of meditation i just i don't know just you know just maybe just you know just to you know, I think the stars kind of aligning for me in in those days, but, um, but I, you know, as far as our relationship goes during, a, you know, I think that, you know, definitely kind of doing things to, you know, better ourselves is, you know, most important. And then to kind of, uh, kind of holds us each to the fire as it, you know, and challenges us both to, to be better for each other.
0: Well, looky, looky. Now, I, <laughs>
1: Wow! <laughs> <laughs> lookie, lookie, lookie.
0: I mean, I'm listening, I'm taking it in because I like to hear your perspective because mine, mine is most of the time different. We don't agree on everything, right. right? We agree on a lot of things, but we don't agree on everything. I would say it's definitely improved our relationship from my perspective because I know I am more patient and I think before I speak a lot more now that I meditate than I ever did, I think I'm much more cognizant and have a lot more empathy. I feel like it opened that part of my brain that did not. It was very closed mm. before, um, which makes me not necessarily be petty, right? It makes me realize the only person I need to be worried about it is me. Right. Yes, I got Denver and I help her out, but she's almost like she's basically doesn't need us anymore for the most part, other than to drive her around. Right. And if she knew how to she asked me about Uber the other mm-hmm. day and when could she start riding in <laughs> one? So I'm thinking that we might we might not have a very <laughs> have her <laughs> under our thumb. She'll probably figure out how to add it to her iPad and start calling for a ride, you know? <laughs> but I do think it definitely makes me a, a better parent for sure. Um, when I, and I, and the sad part is like, I know it makes me better. I don't understand why I don't do it every day anymore. I used to do it every single day, sometimes twice a day. And this has probably been the last four or five months that I've fallen off. And I, I might just be going through a little something cause of so much is going on, but I do enjoy doing it every day. I think it makes me a better person. Uh, but I have to know, because you know, one of the questions I always ask, uh, if you could brunch with anybody in the world that are alive, who would you brunch with? I want to put a little spin on that because we're a couple. So what couple would you want to brunch with? And it doesn't have to be one uh, this Saturday. Anybody oh. in the
1: world? Oh, man. Who would it be? Um, oh, wow. I wasn't expecting that question, guys. So who would it be couple-wise? Um, um, probably, definitely, uh, I would say Bill Cosby and Felicia Rashad. It's come again? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you got to have the Huxtables on there. I mean, well, then you say Cliff, Cliff Huxtable. Don't okay. say Bill Cosby. <laughs> well, okay, Cliff. I would like E. Cliff. Heathcliff Hustable, and (laughs) I can't shake my head enough right now, y'all. I'm so ashamed. I am sorry. I am sorry. I would say them, uh, but, you know, um, no, I'm being, I'm just kidding there, actually, guys. I'm sorry. Um, that was in poor taste. Well, I I think, because, you know, I think we was watching that show the other night. No, we
0: weren't. We were not watching the Cosby show. We watched a different world.
1: Right, but he was on the show. Okay, go ahead. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. Anyway, um, (laughs) please forgive me. Um, honestly man i don't know i mean couple wise who would i want to who would i want to brunch with i mean it's i'll tell you who i would so you go you, you go first
0: i think i would want to brunch but i know i would want to brunch with your granddad and your grandma oh yeah Mo, i okay. never got to meet your grandma margaret And I definitely got to meet granddad Mm -hmm. and he, I loved him so much and Mm -hmm. the family that I have married into y'all, I don't, I don't think of them as in-laws. I truly think of them as my family. Mm -hmm. So when they heard, I heard from day one and the legacy that Edward Norman senior left and created and Margaret. Norman that it's just I never experienced the kind of love that their family gives so I want to meet them I want to sit down and ask what happened how did they implement this into six kids and their kids and their kids kids and that's what I want to do I want to sit down with them
1: oh yeah oh man <laughs> kind of hard to follow that one up oh my gosh well they would be it for me too um <sighs> <laughs> this is why I want him to go first, y'all. This
0: is this is it. This is this is a this is a fight about to happen. Let me let y'all go now.
1: This one. Right. Well, I, I mean, definitely, yeah, I, my, definitely my grandparents. Um, but then too, probably, you know, from a, uh, uh, probably just from a, from the standpoint of just kind of being in limelight, probably would be like, you know, like Ozzy Davis and Ruby D. You mm. know, maybe them. Uh, as far you as you know, they
0: had an open relationship.
1: I did not know that. hmm mm-hmm. So maybe they should. <laughs> maybe they should be the ones. Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! You're ridiculous. I did not know that. I ain't know that about them. I oh mean, they, at goodness.
0: one point, it wasn't always. They they talked about it when they lived on different coasts, mm. and it was a different time, you know. And, and it was that that was their relationship. It worked for them during right. that particular period. It wasn't throughout the entire time, and it was okay if it was. But yeah, they did. They had a oh, period of time where know. they were mature enough. To say, I ain't stupid, you are not stupid, I'm gonna see you for two years. So don't don't bring no babies, come knocking at this door, <laughs> right? That's Ruby said, Look at here, i Look at here,
1: look at here, oh, are right? Serious? Oh my gosh, I did not know that. Ah. So okay, all right. But no, um, I mean, those I think anyone those in limelight rather. I say limelight, but well, know, I think that'd be a celebrity pretty... status, you know, but that I think that'd be a great, you know, because my granddad and, and him probably can Share, you know, exchange stories because my granddad definitely was a traveler. Yeah, and also too, just kind of growing up in that time, you know, you know, you know Jim Crow, you know, you know, way before you know any of the, you know, kind of growing up with you know the Eisenhower's, the you know the Roosevelts, and you know the Kennedys, and you know as far as you know, just kind of what the political landscape was. Yeah. Just knowing just what, you know, what segregation was and, you know, the then desegregation kind of just kind of talking through a lot of those things that they kind of just, you know, they went through, they lived and, and, and so they, you know, here we are, you know, you know, I, I guess uh fruit to that. So,
0: yeah. Well, you know, I cannot ever put all of what we are into, you know, 40 minutes or less, but I I thank y'all for humoring us and appreciating us being open and vulnerable about our relationship. And I thank you for doing the same and being willing to be open and vulnerable about our relationship. But I want to celebrate Black love and I love our love, so I think to be able to put it out on display, I don't have to look for a role model I don't love because I am making a role model, you know, for our daughter right here, and and that's why I thought originally about having a ton of couples on the show. Then I thought, you know what? Let's just have some fun. You know, we do have one other couple that we'll be sharing last week of February, but you guys got one more week of us. So thank you for tuning in.
1: Yeah, and sorry for the Bill Cosby reference there for a the moment. <laughs> I, 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 I was I was grasping at straws, guys, and he came to mind.
0: It's all right. They <laughs> they know your heart. They know your heart. Right. Until next time, y'all. This is Brunch and Slay.